0: Welcome to the Cedar Creek Church podcast, where we share stories of life change and inspire you to take a next step in your own faith journey to discover your purpose and honor God with your life.
1: Welcome everybody to the Cedar Creek Church podcast. Today I'm joined by our senior pastor, Philip Lee. Today we're kicking off a series of podcasts that go along with our message series, Keeping Hope in Mind. Often the church culture gets a bad reputation when it comes to the topic of mental health. People often receive churchy answers of just pray more, worship more. Are you reading your Bible? When they reach out and share that they're struggling. The belief that faith removes all struggle and pain contradicts scripture. So why should it be different with the struggle in our mind? Pastor Philip, can you tell me why you're so excited about this upcoming message series and what it means to you personally?
0: Yeah, it is. It's very important to me. When I I think about the church and the role of the church, we are to continue the ministry that Jesus started uh, when He was here in His time physically on earth. And when you look at Jesus' ministry, He did three primary things—preaching, teaching, and healing. One-third of Jesus' ministry was focused on healing, and not just physical disease and ailments but mental health challenges as well. Uh, Jesus often dealt with, cared for folks who were struggling with some aspect of their mental health. And like you said, unfortunately, uh, the church too often historically has kind of lost its roots and kind of become more of seeing mental health challenges as either a character flaw, a moral flaw, or you're just not spiritual enough. If you get close enough to Jesus— Well, then you wouldn't have these problems. But, you know, I mean, look at the people in Scripture. Look at the Apostle Paul. Not many people uh, walked closer or had the spiritual strength uh, like the Apostle Paul did, and yet his life was full of struggles. And so I think it's time for the church to recognize that we've been called to help people who are struggling with some aspect of their mental health, whether that be an addiction or some other mental health challenge and you know you ask me why is it personal to me it's personal because it's impacted my family i mean most people know about our son philip junior's struggle with addiction and bipolar but what a lot of people don't know is when i was very very young too really too young to know in the early 1960s my dad uh, was diagnosed back then they called it manic depressive uh, now they would call it bipolar. But, you know, he had finished high school, uh, signed up to join the Marines at the beginning of World War II, like many men in his generation did, uh, served in the Pacific, came home, uh, went to college on the GI Bill, married my mom, graduated college, uh, I think, summa cum laude uh, in three years, and uh, moved to Greenville and started a career, started a family. And they began building their very first house in the late 1950s. And while that house was being built, um, as to hear my dad describe it later, uh, he just couldn't put his mind to sleep. His his brain was just constantly going, and he was going out to the job site on his lunch break and drawing all kind of elaborate plans. And he was obviously having a, a manic episode, but it was new to him. It, he didn't hardly recognize it in himself in himself. and um, he had a coworker who, thank God, uh, recognized something was going on and instead of stigmatizing him, uh, helped him get the help he needed. He was treated by psychiatrists, was put on uh, medication, which was brand new at that point. You know, psychiatry was just really coming into its own as a medical science. and so uh, responded well to that treatment but always had some level of struggle with his depression or uh, manic episodes. He dealt with that all of his life. And yet, as he was dealing with that mental health challenge, he was uh, able to be a great dad. He uh, was a leader in our church growing up. He taught Sunday school. He was a deacon, Uh, lived to be 93 years of age And most of those years struggling at some level with a mental health challenge. And yet he did incredible things for the kingdom. He was an incredible dad. We are, you know, my whole family, my children, his grandchildren uh, have a wonderful legacy. And it's just a reminder that um, not only is struggling with a mental health challenge not disqualifying you, uh, from being a Christ follower, but it doesn't disqualify you from being used by God for the kingdom. And and I think sometimes it's easy to forget that. It's easy to just kind of pretend it's not there, not talk about it. Uh, stigma is such a huge barrier to people getting help. And so Uh, My goal with this series is really two things, to accomplish two things. One is to reignite the church, beginning with Cedar Creek, but the big C church, to reignite the church, to go back to our roots of healing, being a place of hope and help for people who are struggling, not a place of condemnation and judgment and shame. So tearing down those uh, walls of stigma within the church But also for those who are struggling, and statistically, one in five of us will struggle with a diagnosable mental health challenge in any given year, and probably closer to one in four now in this post-COVID world, we're seeing mental health challenges literally overwhelm our children and our students, Uh, suicide rates, depression, anxiety disorder, and Quite frankly, the mental health care system is not doesn't have the resources. They don't have the people. There's a huge gap in care. The average person waits 10 years to reach out and get help when they have a mental health struggle. And so I think the church is designed to stand in that gap. You know, historically, a lot of people don't know this. The In most countries, the very first hospitals that were built were not built by government. They weren't built by NGOs. They were built by churches, the Church of Christ, because that's what we're called to do, to help people who are struggling, to come alongside the sick. And when your mind won't mind, it's one of the most difficult struggles a person can ever have. When you think about if you, know, if you start having chest pain and uh, pain down your left arm and shortness of breath, uh, you can get help, and you will get help, and you know you can go to the hospital. But oftentimes, uh, your mind, the very thing that tells you, I need to go to the hospital, I need to see a doctor, I need to start making these choices to take care of myself, to be healthy, your mind, God's greatest gift to help you know what next step to take, when your mind won't mind, that's a very dark and difficult place for people to struggle. And people like that, people in those circumstances, you can't just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. People who suffer with significant depression can't just get out of bed and put on a smile and go for a walk. They need somebody who's willing to come alongside them and encourage them to take those next steps. And I believe clearly Jesus calls His church, His body, to be those hands and feet and heart and compassionate people to walk with those who are struggling with some aspect of their mental health. So I'm looking forward to this series. We're going to dig into some of these key topics uh, over those four weeks. We're also going to do some Deeper Dive podcast. Whatever topic we talk about on Sunday, we're going to sit down and uh, go deeper, talk about more than we can just talk about in a 35-minute message on Sunday. So I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope uh, the church family will get excited about being a part of making a difference. That's always been the history of Cedar Creek Church from day one, the church where it's okay not to be okay. And that's what I love about this church. And that's what I love about this journey. We're getting ready to go on together.
1: Me too. And, You know, you say that we're the church where it's okay to not be okay, and I think we're also the church that equips our people to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus, to be the church in these crisis situations.
0: Yeah, I I think helping, uh, whether it's through the Sunday morning messages, the podcast, uh, mental health first aid training, mental health coaching training, uh, we want to equip all of us to care for individuals and family members of individuals who are struggling. So that's one of the things that we experience personally in our family's journey, and we see this happen to so many families. When someone in the family is struggling with a mental illness or a mental health challenge or an addiction, it implodes the family. It is truly a family disease. As as I describe it, the best way I can describe it to you, Sam, is um, it feels like being in the spin cycle of the washing machine and you just can't hardly catch your breath, and it's very hard for immediate family members to be able to care, and so we often we can come alongside the family members of those who are struggling, and you know, it's not rocket science. Uh, You just need to learn some things, and we're hoping to teach some of those things in this series, in the podcast, and in other trainings and opportunities we're going to have in the future.
1: And all that information will be available soon on the Cedar Creek Church website and social media. Um, But then, you know, as we're looking forward to the series, we'll have a few different guest speakers teaching on different topics, those subject matter experts, um, and then also on the podcast. So for the next episode of the Cedar Creek Church podcast, we'll be joined by Jay Earls and Larry Glover. Um, And you may not recognize those names yet, but you will not want to miss them. They're both professional counselors, pastors, and ministry leaders, and they live in the intersection of faith and mental health every day. So I really can't wait to hear from them next week on the podcast. So thanks for joining us today and tune back in next week. And we hope to see you on Sunday.